0: Welcome back to the Mitchell Street Fantasy Podcast, and holy shit, what a terrible week this was. You guys really impressed me last week when no one finished with less than 100 points, but I should have known not to get too proud too early with folks like you. Before Sunday night's game, we had four teams scoring less than 100 points, and by the end of Monday night, we still had two teams left, including one absolutely terrible game from Chris, scoring just 75 total points this week. Despite none of my football projections from episode one seemingly wanting to pan out after two weeks, the one thing I think I may have gotten right is the Mitchell Street curse. Our reigning champion has achieved the rare feat of averaging just eight points per player. And unless things drastically change, Chris's current team is looking like he will be following in the footsteps of all our other past champions and missing the playoffs. Eric, who was my pick for the winner of this league before week one got started, he got a bit of a break here. Um, He scored the least amount of points of any team who won this week, even with that Lotus roster. So not only did Chris put up a historically bad performance, he also missed out on a huge chance to upset one of the best rosters in our league. It's got to be a huge bummer for you. The other team to not hit 100 points this week was the team that beat Chris last week, Jason. Jason gets a special shout out because before Aaron Rodgers decided to completely torch the Lions, he had like just around 65 points. If Rodgers had repeated week one numbers, this could have been a real sad showing for the both of them and could have been an all-time low score. But at least unlike Chris, Jason had no real chance to win this week because Nate put up the second 150 plus point performance of the year. In our league continuing a strong performance from last week and looking to be the first team ever in the history of the mitchell street fantasy league to make a repeat appearance in the playoff three years in a row so only two teams ended with less than 100 points but i also have to shame the two others who were at serious risk before sunday night cody and derek both got bailed out by late game performances derek getting the 23 point infusion from kelsey on sunday night and then cody who might be the only fantasy team in the world who had Aaron Jones score 40 points and still lost by more than 10. Uh, Cody was going into Monday night with just 85 points, so his final score of 126 is super misleading. He had a horrible week. Cody ends the week with a loss against Stitches, so now we all know who the better twin is this year. And Derek lost to the People's Commissioner, proving once and for all that God stands no chance against those communists. The matchup between Dan and I wasn't exciting for either of us, really. Nothing super notable in this game. Dan is suffering from taking a few big risks in the draft and his lineup choices, but it could be just early season struggles for some of the young players he was banking on to make the leap this year. Um, He's 0-2, but I don't think his team is as bad as 0-2. My team is doing fine. I just suck at fantasy football lineup management, leaving over 20 points on the bench this week. I was lucky to get the win there. And on to the matchup of the week. Colin continues his comeback season with a resounding win against Brandon. Like we all predicted, the matchup was definitely swayed by Saquon Barkley. Once again, putting up subpar numbers behind that horrible Giants offensive line last Thursday night. There's still a chance that Barkley's not at 100%, but that probably doesn't help soothe any of the pain that Brandon's going through right now. He also didn't get much performance from any of his other running backs either, which hurt him a lot. Kyler Murray is the hot quarterback right now, and Colin is taking full advantage of that. He's also getting some really great early season value from his 8th round pick, Brandon Cooks, who has been putting up 15-plus points a week on that horrible Texans team. Colin did decide to drop T.Y. Hilton this week, who is still on the IR, choosing to keep. His other IR option Curtis Samuel instead. Not a bad choice considering Carson Wentz somehow twisted both his ankles last week and TY might be catching passes from Jacob Eason so I don't blame him for that drop. After two weeks we can look at the standings and there isn't too much exciting stuff going on. Um, You know we've only played two games but we still have four undefeated teams this year all sitting at the top of their respective divisions. Interesting that Each undefeated team is in a different division. Uh, Eric currently sits at fourth best out of that group, even though he still has the second-highest chance of making the playoffs in the entire league, according to ESPN. This last week didn't help him in that ranking, since uh, tiebreakers are determined by the points for category and the low point total this week just wasn't enough to keep up with the other three. Ginge is ranked number one in the standings after two really strong weeks. He's in the only division that has two 0-2 teams. Yet, he is not the one with the highest playoff probability. That belongs to Stitches, even though he's third in the overall standings, and his division is the only one that doesn't have a winless team. So, I'm not sure what ESPN takes into account for this playoff probability. I'm guessing it has something to do with just the rosters, but don't read too deeply into it. With the divisions in place, things can get wacky in the Mitchell Street Fantasy League. Looking ahead to next week's matchups, we're going to have to keep an eye on our annual Mitchell Street matchup between Joe and Chris. Two roommates go head-to-head. I heard that the loser of the game is going to lick the other person clean for a week, so I don't get how that's not a punishment for both of them. But I do look forward to hearing all about the excessive tongue baths after the weekend for the winner. Good luck to everyone this week. Hope you all lose again. Peace.